Hey there, it's Jess Fraser, and welcome to another episode of Your Inner Vitality. I'm calling to all the dreamers out there, the ones wanting to disrupt the usual and make change. We're talking all things self-care, worth, confidence, goals, and the importance of showing up for yourself so you can show up for those dreams and others too. Remember, it's not about the magic that we create together here, but what you do with it outside. So let's continue this conversation at Your Inner Vitality Community Facebook group. The link is in today's session notes. But until then, let's hanker in for another good session. Well, welcome back. And today we are going to be working on your self-care and balancing out the to-dos with your being. So being and doing is going to be a big part of our conversation today. We're going to decipher exactly what it is I mean by those two words, as well as go through three assessments that I think would be really important for you to help you better align your world with your self-care and also your goals. And of course, it wouldn't be a great episode without leaving you with some sort of inquiry or homework, which if you stay tuned to the end of the episode, you'll be able to take and transform all that you're listening to right here, right now, and bring it into your everyday world to make an impact to help you feel more fulfilled and successful in anything that you're working towards. Now let's start off with defining your being and doing. So when it comes to doing, this is kind of like your checklist. Check, check, check. All the things that you've got to get done, whether it's a part of your goals or your everyday tasks, or when it comes to even your self-care. Did you brush your hair today? Check. Did you call the doctor today? Check. Did you book a follow-up appointment for this person? Check. All of those things are really a good part of getting things done grocery shopping, maybe talking to your boss about a raise or preparing for a big event. All of these things are a part of your to-do list. Now, the being part. Now, what the heck is that? When it comes to being something that I think a lot of us will understand or is a huge buzz in our society today is about being present. That is your being part. But I like to dig a little bit deeper when it comes to this. When it comes to your being, this should be complementing your to-do list. Your being allows you to bring all of your five senses into that moment and allows you to really absorb it. The being is also about allowing you to find hidden doors of opportunities where you never thought possible. Here's what I see a lot when we get caught up in our to-do process, which is super easy to do, especially when you get into the role, that we start checking things off because we got to get this done, got to get this done, got to get this done. But yet we start to throw blinders on and those doors of opportunity are being missed. But those doors of opportunity are also the opportunity for us to propel those goals that we're working on, the self-care that we're really trying to really make work for us. So here's what I'm going to show you. 
When it comes to my clients and when we start first coaching, we're really starting to gain clarity when it comes to what it is that they want for themselves, what's going to help them feel most fulfilled, get them unstuck and moving in the direction that is really meaningful to them. Once we get that clarity and we start to check things off that list and create that momentum, it's very much like what you probably feel when you're checking things off that list. It feels good. You want it more. And in fact, science also supports that. We want to get more of that. Do, 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 check, check, check. But there's a part where you start to see where the clients move up the ladder. And as they're starting to peak, we hit a bit of a plateau. I don't know if you've felt this way, but when you start to do all of these things and things are really clicking, we're also seeing where we start to get a little bit tired. Moving through the muck can get really challenging sometimes and take a lot of energy, but doing it can also be exhilarating. When we start to use a lot of energy and just keep going in the to-do process, it can start to feel a little bit burnt out and draining. And this is where I see with my clients, it starts to plateau a little bit. And this is where we start to see that perhaps the doing isn't always matching up with your being process and that we need to be more cognizant of the being and start introducing that and integrating it with all the things that we're checking off. I'm sure you've heard this before too. It's not about the destination, but it's about the journey. Well, the destination is about the to-dos. The journey is about the being part of it. And that's where I want us to spend more of your time and energies in the being part, because that's what's going to open up your hidden doors. So I'll explain a little bit about this now. Let's say on your to-do list, you want to get in a walk for at least 20 minutes today. You go out, you do your walk, you at the same time also scroll through your emails, check out social media. We know the rabbit hole that comes with that one, right? And off you go and you're doing this, you've got your earphones in, perhaps you're also listening to music at the same time, maybe even listening to me. And then of course, as you're going through this and now all of a sudden your walk is done, woohoo, we get to check that off. Boom, done. Here's the thing that I'd wonder, could it be a whole different walk If perhaps you weren't listening quite to me, maybe you go for the walk after you listen to me, or you're not scrolling through social media, but you're allowing all of your five senses to spark and fire. You pay attention to the colors that you're seeing, perhaps how vibrant the rain makes green and on the leaves, how everything is just moving so quietly and in unison. Maybe you smell what it's like after a nice rain or how quiet it is after a recent snowfall. How your feet crunch with the snow or the sound of pebbles underneath your feet. Maybe someone passes by and you say hello. Maybe that someone is a hidden door that you weren't aware of. Here's where the magic is. When you're in that doing moment, like going for a walk, say, and you say hello to that particular person, or you take a turn that you don't usually take, a route that's new for you, and you see this and that and observe and feel and experience different experiences in your walk. doesn't matter if you take the same route every day. It will show you new and different things. What's really cool is with those hidden doors and opportunities, those 
can actually help propel your to-do list sometimes even more impactfully and further than you would have anticipated. Yes, your goal may be right here. Doing this will get me to here in this destination. But really, when you think of it, when we're setting our goals, when we're setting our self-care expectations, where you set it is what you know right here, right now. But when you open up those new doors of opportunity, who knows what you learn is available to actually go further than what you expected? What if the possibility is bigger than what you've set for yourself, but you didn't actually open the door? You missed the opportunity because you maybe were engrossed in your phone. So this is where I want to start having you think. How well are you balancing out that to-do list with the being part of it? The journey, allowing your senses to spark. Now, I did mention I was going to talk to you about three assessments. And of course, you guys know that I'm huge on goal setting. And when it comes to goal setting, this is something I take very seriously. It's a part of my everyday life. My encouragement is to make sure, A, that you've written your goals down. Number two, or B, I should say, is are you looking at them regularly? Are they highly visible for yourself to be able to look at at a regular basis? And how often are you truly assessing and taking time intentionally to work on that goal? Okay, so you don't have to wait until January to write these down or to revisit them. And I encourage you to actually do that. And I'm going to actually give you a bit of a science statistics. You are 42% more likely to achieve a goal that you write down. This is by Gail Matthews. She's a psychology professor at Dominican University in California. 42% to actually achieving it by having it written down. Can you imagine if you also have it visual in front of you every single day? So I write my goals down. I have them all pretty. I doodle with them. I do make them all nice and neat. And at the end of my workday, when I clear my work desk, I place those goals, that sheet on my desk. I have to physically move it every single morning before I start working. There is a lot of power and energy in me visually seeing that and having to move it every single day. That's what works for me. I also assess my goals every single week. So typically on a Monday or a Tuesday, I will sit down and that could be just daydreaming, being in the moment, just absorbing and enjoying looking at my goals. It could also mean maybe I'm doing a bit of a to-do on my goals. Maybe I have to contact somebody, reach out for some help. And in that, what I also try to remember is how can I enrich that moment with the being process? Who am I talking to? Do I get to really know their name? What they're about? What are they doing? Why do they do what they do and like it? Those types of things. It enriches the moment and allows for potential opportunities of those hidden doors. I want to, to look at not just about the checklist of constantly checking things off, but enjoying the process and making sure that you're making the most of every moment. The other thing I'd like you to encourage to pay attention to is as you're checking off these lists of to-dos and and your goals, is are you celebrating them? This is something up until about maybe five years ago, I can be honest with you, didn't really know how to do. 
I was so stuck in the moving on to the next thing that I never fully embraced or celebrated some of my big accomplishments and achievements for myself. Part of your self-care could very well be about celebrating those milestones. Heck, you know what? We know some of these take a lot of energy and take a lot of bravery. What are you doing to enjoy and celebrate? Maybe that could be a part of your goals too. So assessment number two, this one's kind of neat. When I speak to individuals about self-care, about their goals, two major things that tend to come up are time and money. Those are the objections. Those are the obstacles. Those are the things that we're constantly overcoming. So here's what I would encourage you to do. I would like you to do, this is a bit of the next two steps. Step one is to assess your bank statements. Where are you spending your money? In fact, are you paying attention to it monthly? And do you have a budget? And how well are you keeping to that? What I find interesting is when I have clients look at this, where they spend money isn't always necessarily where they thought they were spending the money. And this is why I say, look at your bank statements. Maybe not just one month, but maybe three months. Where do you see the trends? Here's one thing I can see as a trend for me when I was looking at this is I buy a lot of books. I'm a huge learner. That's one of my biggest values. I love to read, but I didn't necessarily realize how much I was spending on books. And it was a good indicator to let me know that this is something that is really important to me. Is it though a part of my everyday life? Is it a part of my goals? Is it a part of my self-care? Initially, it wasn't. But as I started learning about this, just by assessing my financials, this allowed me to understand better and also plan to be able to spend maybe either more or more intentionally in that area for myself. Time and money. So we've gone through a bit of money to assess that. Now let's go through your time process. This is something that I really like doing, but it could take a lot of work. However, I highly encourage doing it because it's going to give you a lot of value. So just pay attention and bear with me. Check your schedule out. This is where a lot of times you would spend a lot of your time is what you have scheduled out for yourself. Here's what I'm going to say is interesting. I'd almost want you to do like an overlay of what you do from minute to minute of your day. So yes, you have your schedule of what you necessarily do throughout your day. Maybe you have important meetings to attend. Maybe you have, you know, important appointments that you have to put in place. But when I say an overlay on your your schedule, I want you to, from the moment you get up until the moment you get to bed, for one whole week, I want you to schedule in and put in everything that you happen to do even the things that you didn't expect, breakfast, taking the shower, reading like myself, walking the dog, studying for school, screen time, computer, your phones, all of that stuff. Are you watching movies? Are you playing video games? I want you to record all of it. And I know it seems painstaking, but if you do this for a full seven days, it gives you an idea of how do you spend your time off? How do you spend your time at work? And when you have your personal time, how are you spending that too? It's a really great way for you to look at it and go, okay, in my regular schedule, I am scheduled to do this, this, and this. 
reality is I'm actually spending very little time on this. I'm spending too much time on this. And you may find your screen time may fall in that category. And then you may also find that you're not making any time for certain things. The really cool thing though is the power of doing this is also giving you the ability to assess where can you take some time back for yourself? Wherever you want to allocate that, wherever your self-care needs it, where are you wasting time? And where is it not aligning with your financials perhaps and the goals you've written down? And is there a better way that you can use that time to allow yourself to be to be a part of the journey that you're working on for yourself. So I gave you those three things that you can assess. I want you to assess your goals. I want you to go through and assess where you spend your time and assess where you spend your money. Once you've gone through all of these three things, going back and tying them together can see how well are you aligned and what in your world is not in alignment. Perhaps just by eliminating the things that aren't in alignment or managing them a little bit differently, because let's face it, you can't eliminate everything, but by managing some of those things will give you time and money back to apply to those goals and allow you to be more enjoyful of your process, be in the being of your world and allow your self-care to deeply enrich the things that you want most for yourself. Mm. You know, I think this is a really good place for us to just wrap up with some homework for yourself. Well, I think you know where I'm gonna go with this one, and it may seem like a lot of work, but I really want you to do those three assessments for yourself. Take some time to write down your goals, put them in a visual place, Make sure that you are assessing them regularly. And of course, I want you to assess where do you spend your time and money? This may take you a little bit of time. Maybe you have to go back and listen to this podcast as you work through these three different assessments for yourself. Here's what I would say. What you do right now on this call with me is in a controlled environment. You're listening to me, you're fully engrossed. But when you bring this out into the real world, you're gonna have those obstacles, those challenges. You're going to also have those aha moments. Taking this time to be with your goals, better understand your time and money will allow you to better focus on your own personal self-care and round it back into those goals. Who knows what door you're going to open. Do you like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating on Apple. Now remember, the conversation doesn't stop here. Be sure to join us in our Facebook group, Your Inner Vitality Community. We would love to hear from you. What were the golden nuggets that you took away from today's discussion? And more importantly, what actions are you going to take? Now, if you're also not a subscriber to the monthly newsletter, Finding My New Normal, make sure you also subscribe today. Don't miss out on any of the good stuff happening within this supportive community. Both of these links are available in today's show notes. And thank you again for joining us and be sure to stay tuned for the next episode of Your Inner Vitality. Remember, it's your time.